Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Oh my goodness, now I came up here to the conclave and Thomas and the guys have a long list of stuff they want to go through and they call it the October Surprises. Oh my, yes, Betsy. We were just sitting around laughing and we were uh, seeing who could come up with the... Uh list of uh, the a dozen October surprises as quick as they could. They well, had... you, you did a good job. I see the list here. So let's get started. Uh, I, I, well, I didn't really win. I, I stole some from others. But let's just get started here. Well, okay. first of all, the, what, what, what's the purpose of the October surprise for oh, anybody yeah. who might not know? Uh, first off, October surprises are supposed to happen in October before the November election. And Jimmy Carter uh, and the uh, Tehran hostage, that was an October surprise. You see, when the president shows themselves to be very, very weak right before an election, it can actually throw the election. But it's supposed to be in October. So Trump, what happened with Trump? Instead of October surprises in 2016, his October surprises, because they were so afraid of him, started in January of that year. And it included the Russian dossier. It included Felix Sater trying to set up Michael Cohen. It included... Uh, Sergei Millian uh, going out looking for the PP document included the five different dossiers that were combined into the Christopher Steele dossier. It included the Franklin Forer Trump Tower in connection with the Alpha Bank Russians being paid off, uh, Comey, uh, false flag, all these things. For instance, that one was perfect. 2016, October 30th, Franklin Forer comes out with his second report saying Trump is in connection with uh, Alpha Bank and three Russian oligarchs. And he has proof of it. And he's got diagrams and charts and he's gone to universities and he's got the best IT experts in the world. <gasps> it's breathtaking. The charts prove it. The next day, Comey comes out and says, nope, it's all fake. Now, why did he do that? Because Comey had to hide that because they were just getting the approval for the Carter Page uh, 702 uh, uh, FISA warrant, Title I warrant on Carter Page, right? And so they wanted to kind of hide those other ones. So the crossfire hurricane was being quiet at that moment. They'd already quieted Hillary's scandal by not ever investigating her. For, Which one? Yeah, well, the server scandal. And so that's October surprises. They, they, they had to squelch the October surprises of Hillary and her illegal things coming out and Huma Abedin and, and uh, Anthony Weiner and the whole thing. While they brought up the ones for Trump, that Trump is is going to have a Trump Tower in in Georgia, in Crimea, in Moscow, that Trump is one after the next. So now they're attacking Trump in hopes that that will attack the Republican Party and the Democrats will have a chance because right now the mobocrats, the demon rats, they really don't have much of an opportunity because they're being split by their socialism and they're being split because they have no answers to anything and Trump is showing that. Yeah, because really the world's broken down now. We see who the players are. It's the globalists versus the patriots. Patriots are nationalists right now. They want to protect their borders, their language, their culture, and the globalists want to roll everything up under their single control with Hillary and others at the helm. So let's get going on the current day October surprises. I see on your first one is... MAGA bomber. Look at that. That's the most ridiculous thing. Can, I mean, the thing would, would you actually pl please think... disassemble it for us. Tell well, us. Well, it's what you just think. silly. I mean, you have here. Um, the, it was the complaint that really was the big issue. The complaint comes out what a day or two after a day after they pick up this MAGA bomber supposed uh, perpetrator. And the complaint is written by the CIA FBI Joint Task Force. 
probably under the direction of Peter Strzok. Well, probably very much the same exact thing. This is a counterintelligence operation of the FBI, and the prosecution is out of the Southern District of New York because one of the bombs was sent to Hillary's house. Okay, complete nonsense. First off, they whitewash the guy's face until they make him look like a white supremacist, don't they? He's a Filipino and Italian. He is as dark as can be. So from the get-go, the very picture you're seeing is whitewashed. Where is it? It's in Browder County. Debbie Wasserman Schultz's county, but he can't spell Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Oh, let's see. It's in the county where the Parkland shooting happened and David Hogg and his father, who works for the FBI Counterintelligence Division, which has its main headquarters right there in Browder County, right down the street from Parkland, where the Parkland shooting happened. And remember, Scott Israel, the sheriff of Browder County, immediately it's Broward Broward B-R-O-W-A-R-D sorry I'm from the Ozarks well, I'm from Broward Florida, and we call it Broward County Broward County I call it okay Wasserman Schultz County Scott uh Israel is the sheriff there and he basically remember when the call came in for the shooting at Parkland what happened the sheriff and remember most people don't know this. The sheriff has to allow the FBI to be active in any county. The sheriff is the highest law enforcement a- agent in any county. So in Broward County, when the call came in to the police, the sheriff allowed the FBI to answer it and told the sheriff department to stand down. And who was that? That was David Hogg's father who was responding. And by the way, isn't it interesting that there are 14 criminal acts of this uh, MAGA bomber uh, uh, Caesar is his name. Uh, Caesar was picked up at least 14 times and released all 14 times, sometimes for having fentanyl, uh, a bag of uh, uh, illegal drugs, pharmaceutical drugs, every traffic violation you can imagine. Uh, in 2002, he called in bomb threats. Never once was he indicted or prosecuted. No, because that the FBI county. saw the makings of a good patsy. There you go. And that's exactly what happens. They take a someone like this, who first off he it is a lie that he's a MAGA supporter. That's after the MK Ultra uh, Tavistock brainwashing. Yes, he became a MAGA supporter then. And by the way, the professional job on all the decals on his car, nowhere on the internet has anybody done a better job. And he does it so perfectly, he might as well get a job doing it because it was perfect. I just see it as Peter Strzok's imagination of what it's like to be a MAGA patriot, and that's what he slapped on the van. That's exactly what it is. It was a bunch of these freakos from the CIA, John Brennan Department of Counterintelligence, who then go up in an interagency group for the FBI Counterintelligence, and that's who these people are. They We saw their names signed off, and that's who's conducting it, who found sulfur, the energetic substance oh, inside that, of all these is sulfur. sulfur. Oh, no, no blasting cap. I thought it might be caffeine. No battery and nothing to set the sulfur off, but they're going to call that a bomb. No, that is a trick-or-treat package that uh, could have never gone off because the alarms didn't work. There was, it wasn't even an alarm that could have set it off on those clocks. Plus, the clocks didn't even have the packaging taken off, so they weren't even set. Well, I'm just getting sick and tired of the CIA and the FBI terrorizing me and terrorizing all my fellow Americans. When are we going to arrest these thugs for terrorism? Well, we should, but unfortunately, the counterterrorism components of the CIA, the FBI, and other agencies, when they have the ability to do international counter 
uh, intelligence. That means that they are, everything they're doing is a lie, it's a cheat, it's illegal, it's black ops money, and it has now been aimed at our own president and our own country. And so they've gone completely off the, off the tracks. But this guy is undoubtedly exactly like all the rest of them. Whenever there is a problem, oh yes, the FBI says that they interviewed him you know, many times before. He was arrested many times before and released. In fact, this man acted with complete impunity. He didn't care about any traffic violations, rolling around in the number one target in America, the MAGA-mobile. And the thing wasn't even vandalized at all? Those windows all would have been bashed out and the van would have been burnt. Yes, okay. And why was it that the cameras were there at the moment that they were picking him and his van up what makes really? Sense. So the super secret FBI counterintelligence, whatever they what called the police before they went to get him. This is so stupid. This is one of the stupidest ones I've ever seen. First off, there is no postage stamp on top of the stamps. They weren't mailed. Second off, why did he? Uh, they always do this when they sit around, it's like called, you say. It's a date cancellation that goes on top of the stamp. Yeah, the date when cancellation. It's in the post office. You can't process a package no. without that. No. Secondly, there was nothing explosive in it. Third, there was no battery. There was no blasting cap. There was no alarm that could have set it off. In fact, it was a fake trick-or-treat bomb. Well, are we really looking at a very incompetent FBI? I mean, when they try to make these fake things and they actually don't know how the real world works, like postage has to be canceled out at the post office for it to be a legitimate package. I mean, these are basic things that most people know. Are these people at the FBI just outright idiots no they're criminals working against us well but they, they did call, such a pathetic job they are close to being idiots they're really bad at it i mean for instance they use large print so when they took the picture for the press you could read that it was the return address was debbie wasserman schultz which is what two miles from his house the fbi counterintelligence department uh two miles from his house three miles from his house Parkland, one mile from his house, uh, arrested 14 times and released every time by the same exact people who set up these dummy things. Let's remember that the Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, lawsuit against the Democratic National Committee is actually uh, the person who delivered the subpoena was murdered right there in her county. There was another person who was probably looking into it, uh, an attorney general, excuse me, a lawyer who was looking into it, he was murdered in that county. So things come up in that county all the time. That is one of the most corrupt, crooked places, and Debbie Wasserman Schultz is there, for heaven's sakes. Yes, if that doesn't tell you, nothing will. But you will. see, <clears throat> the complaint came out so fast, so fast, and I'm reading it, and it was all lies. I mean, that there's an explosive device. I mean, we saw the package. It was an explosive device. You could have a banana with a kitchen timer on it, and it would have looked better. But then you go, well, what about Mandalay Bay and Stephen Paddock? Where's the FBI on the conclusion of this? Well, It's they, been a year plus a few months. They didn't do an investigation, plus they were part of it because the uh, armies, uh, there's a special unit that uh, conducts these outdoor uh, drills that had set up their two largest uh, uh, vehicles that were controlling the whole thing. Well, I didn't want to go down that weed patch with it, but uh, and how about San Bernardino? Did you ever find, see a complaint on this that filed, and what was the result of that? And, and what about the Parkland shootings? You see, all I see is the FBI going around terrorizing Americans with all these damn false flags. And in San, Bern- San Bernardino, when they went in the apartment and into the garage... 
None of these supposed pipe bombs that were being created could have ever exploded. They didn't even have the proper materials. Same thing with this, uh, with this Caesar bomber, I'll call him. And uh, first off, uh, the packages were fake. Second off, there was no explosive devices in it. Third off, he misspelled things on purpose as a, as a joke to people who actually created them, who handed them to him, and who undoubtedly brainwashed him because he used to be a Bernie follower. And let's remember, these fake bombs get more attention than when a, a Bernie follower jumped out with a, an automatic weapon and mowed down the congressional baseball team. We didn't even give any credence to any of that, but we are going to give credence to these fake things, and we're going to whitewash the guy's face, and then we're going to say, tell you that he's a Republican. Wrong, wrong, wrong. All you have to do is look back on his record on Facebook. He was a big Bernieite, and he's registered as a Democrat. He is not registered as a Republican. And yes, recently he's become a, 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 a big supporter of Trump as he was being brainwashed because they take these people, they let them commit their crimes, they use them to commit other crimes because these are criminals, and then they set them up in the end, and the brainwashing for an operation like this would not have taken long at all, not with the capacities they have at this point. So literally, literally, it could have simply been a telephone call that set him off to mail the packages which were already dummied up for him. No fool on the face of the earth would look at one of those and think that that was real. Okay, well, our patriots know that that was just another false flag. What else do you have on your list there, Thomas? Well, the caravan of invaders. That is a false flag. And it's a false flag October surprise because they're covering what should be 60-day uh, walking Correct. trail in, in uh, you know, a third of the time, a sixth of the time. And we're seeing that the trucks, U.S. trucks, flatbed and otherwise, we have their numbers, U.S. DOT numbers, and we know that these are Americans being paid. We know that the food they're eating is coming from Open Society Foundation, uh, a couple Catholic uh, foundations, which also... National Crisis Group is right in there with them. And, and Pope money, a little bit. The Pope doesn't like to give out much money, but Soros will just shell out that money for the food, the water. And we now hear, uh, because there have been embedded actual journalists embedded in this group, that a lot of it started in Honduras by impulses of money coming out of Venezuela according to Michael Spencer, vice president, and others, and people on the ground there. And why is that happening? Because Venezuela is being used as a front. Because right now, Russia and China are being paid in oil by Venezuela. It's the only thing uh, that is basically keeping Venezuela propped up at this moment is Russian and Chinese money. So they're using Venezuela and their hate to foment this dissent in Honduras. They are passing out money. It is a lie when the mainstream media comes out. We have numerous videos of people, especially women and children, being handed money to begin the trek, okay? And then we know that along the way, they are leaving all the things they need to sleep each night where they sleep. They have no food and water with them in most cases, probably from what I have seen in 85% of the cases, the people don't even look like refugees. And they have nothing, nothing on their back. They don't even have a backpack. They don't have a hat. They have nothing. It is fake. And the fake pictures show you that. You'll Why are there no attributes in any of the pictures? Those are George Soros' pictures through his agencies, the non-government organizations that he has poured $18 billion into. Those are the ones funding the caravan. And what's going to happen? It's going to reverse on the, on the, on the uh, demon crats on the mobocrats because they're 
now the party of lawlessness. They're the party of let murderers into the country. Well, They're again, the party of let the invasion take over America. Again, what you see are the globalists versus the patriots. And George Soros is one huge globalist, and he's there to destroy our uh, borders and to let this invader group move into the United States. So they're trying to get us from the southern border. And then you have the FBI and the CIA, who've also been co-opted by globalists, trying to take us down internally. Now, what other fronts do you see the globalists working either directly or behind front groups? Well, that would be the entire Democratic Party because you have proof now that Russian oligarchs have been have been donating not only to opposition research against Trump during the election and now and against other Republicans, but you basically have seen that the network that was the conspiracy, which was supported by Brits, by uh, Sir Richard Dearlove, Christopher Steele, and the people who set up George Papadopoulos. And it's nice that he's coming out and he's realizing what happened to him because he is a linchpin. He's now considering not taking the plea deal with Robert Mueller, which is a very good idea. General Flynn, don't take the plea deal. Keep this in court until it is dropped. Mueller has to drop this now because Mueller is the number one October surprise, but it started as the crossfire hurricane in July of 2016. And it's continued as the, the uh, interagency group. It's continued as the committee for impeachment. It's considered uh, the uh, insurance policy. And now the Robert Mueller special counsel investigation is continued for two years into another October surprise. But the Democrats are so bad, they start these long before they're supposed to happen. It's supposed to be you set them off in October, then nobody can prove it by the election. And you make your horrible statements, and no one can prove it. And then there's the doubt in the mind of the voter. But no, these Democrats are so stupid. We pointed out to you that in 2016, they start in January, Comey started with 28 treasonous crimes, which were all October surprises, all sprung before October. Well, Mueller has been a globalist from day one. I mean, just look at what he's covered up with 9-11 to protect the globalist, and now he's continuing to do it. Yes, and we said, as long as Mueller continues, it's good, because nobody believes him anymore except really uneducated very low IQ demoncrats, mobocrats, who are probably illegal anyway and shouldn't be voting. Well, you've got something else on your list. Well, let's first look at what he did with Manafort. Oh, okay. okay, Manafort, George Papadopoulos, General Flynn, Roger Stone, WikiLeaks, Guccifer 2.0. He keeps pressing that Mueller and nothing works. Nothing sticks. It all bounces back. Rat Rodenstein had to come out and say it repeatedly. There is no collusion. There is no conspiracy with Russia. There is no collusion with the uh, uh, Trump team. There was absolutely no obstruction of justice. So why does the investigation go on? Because of these little people on the sideline who are being beat up by Mueller for crimes that either weren't committed or were committed long before, which we talked about. So that little October surprise is boring people so bad that I don't think anybody believes what has been a Russian what has been a October surprise since 2016, since Hillary started her messages, the minute after John Brennan started his crossfire hurricane against George Papadopoulos, but didn't question him for six months and didn't uh, actually seriously question him for a year, because they needed that open avenue to surveil Trump. So from then on, the October surprise has been Russia, Russia. 
Russia. Well, it, it's so boring. It's it, no longer. A and surprise. we need to be start. We need to start talking about Britain, 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 and the Privy Council and the Queen and Nick Clegg coming over here to directly meddle in our elections. He's a foreign agent. What is he doing over here with Dude Zuckerberg and Sandberg? Uh, so, so these are the things that we really need to be talking about. But instead, the globalists have us all looking at these non-issues. Well, let's look at that then. Let's look at Sir Nick. Sir Nick, the vice uh, or the deputy uh, prime minister of England, has now come to take over Facebook and control global affairs and control the squelching of free speech in America because he was there and helped George Soros do it in the European Union and in Britain. So that is a an October surprise, but it is also the pre-October surprise for the 2020 election because this guy is supposed to come over and keep Facebook going until then so they can take Trump out. I don't think they'll be able to do it. Nick, you got a big job, Lord President of the Privy Council, the Queen's Privy Council, prior president, because though you have already come over and you have instigated uh, prior to getting here the George Soros donation and the Atlantic Council donation of $1.5 billion to start what they use as the Ministry of Truth, uh, scrubbing free speech from all internet, uh, social media, the group called Digital Forensics Research Laboratory, out of, uh, I believe it's out of Cambridge, but that's a Soros group, and they have already taken over Facebook. So we already have the October surprise. This was months ago, and it wasn't even a surprise. They just came out and said it. Now dude Zuckerberg says, free speech? Oh, it's too hard, can't do it. So they had to get... Even beyond Sheryl Sandberg, they had to get the best they could, one of the top propagandists working directly out of the Queen's Privy Council, to come over to take over free speech destruction in America as it has already happened in China, in Britain, in Europe, all over the world. This is is all over the world, actually, because he's in control of global affairs. We keep revealing these Privy Council members that are not only enemies of the United States, but folks, they're enemies of your nation, too. They're globalists, flat-out globalists who want to roll up everything under their control. And Eric Smith is part of that. Once he perfected this system, uh, Dragonfly, he's now brought it to America and they're beginning to incorporate it. And it won't be long until you won't Google anymore, you will alphabet, and you'll only get the answers that Eric Schmidt and his group wants. Now, Eric Schmidt also gave a huge amount of money so that the mainstream media's prompters, which are all written by Avid, a company controlled by ISIS management, which is 10% owned by Diane Feinstein's husband, It is completely crooked, and we now know that the digital news service created by Schmidt is scrubbing all news. If you are not part of the narrative being given out that is also scrubbed from the Associated Press and scrubbed from the Reuters-Thompson before it goes into Avid and ISIS management, if you do not agree with those words that are coming across on the bottom of the screen or being said by somebody reading it off the prompter, you are being completely annihilated. Twitter won't even allow people to connect properly to Trump. Got They've gotten rid of many of his followers, and they cause malfunctions to happen all the time. 
Uh, there's all kinds of evil things going on across Instagram, shadow banning across well, even our all own social channel. media. Our own channel. People aren't notified about our YouTube uploads. Uh, when people want to repost our material on Twitter, it gets shadow banned. I mean, so we know all that's going on there. Everybody out there knows. Let's talk about what we don't know, Thomas, because we're supposed to be out there in front of the narrative. What do you see out there that folks here in the fields need to know? Well, we we have to keep going because there's so many of these October surprises. People might have forgotten that they have resurrected for the third time the Trump Tower nonsense with Natalia Veselnitskaya and the frame-up of Donald Jr. It's arisen again. They have literally brought up every single person one at a time that was in those meetings and acted like it was new news and acted like that was absolute proof that Donald Trump, was very, our president, was aware of it and that he kind of tried to skirt around it and sent his son, Donald Jr., to gather dirt on Hillary. Look, if you wanted dirt on Hillary, you wouldn't have to use any Russians to get it. Anyone should know the dirt on Hillary. So the Trump Tower stuff come up again. Did it get it? They pumped it, pumped it, pumped it, mainstream media. Did it get much attention? No, because at the same time, it was found out that not Natalia Veselnitskaya had a luncheon meeting with Glenn Simpson from Fusion GPS, the person who set that meeting up, along with Felix Sater and others, with Donald Jr. as a frame-up, both before she had lunch and dinner after she had the meeting at Trump Tower with Glenn Simpson, the head of Fusion GPS, who, by the way, is one of her agents because she pays him for a deal that she's involved with, Actual, actually multiple deals that... They've used Fusion GPS to represent Russians in America to lobby for things that should be illegal anywhere in the world, let alone here in America. So why is Fusion GPS lobbying for them? They should be closed down because they are enemies of the state. But again, Trump Towers came up, attempted October surprise, didn't work. Okay, Jamal Khashoggi. Oh, that one was supposed to take Trump down, right? Because he constantly criticizes Washington Post and this ex-Saudi Arabian intelligence minister of truth who ran three newspapers while his uncle was the head of Saudi Arabian intelligence and was directly connected to the Bush family and the plans and the actions that took down the trade towers and the horrible, horrible 911 attack upon America. Uh, that was Kasoji, and Kasoji was uh, Bush's best friend. He helped him buy into Barrick Gold. Kasoji was the number one arms dealer for uh, Carlisle Group, which uh, George H.W. Bush joined after he was president. You can't talk about anyone who needed to meet their karma more than Jamal Kasoji. But he was supposedly an honest journalist working for the Washington Post, but he didn't seem to know that if he criticized the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salam, of Saudi Arabia that Mohammed bin Salam would hang him upside down and torture him like he did to all of the richest oligarchs in Saudi Arabia recently. How did he not know when he went to Turkey to file some silly papers, which he didn't need to file, that Erdogan wasn't after him? You got to remember, there's a war going on right now. We got back the minister, but the guy that Erdogan wants dead Gulan Fetchula, Fetchula Gulan, was, is still alive as far as we know. So he was very happy to point out that um, the crown prince murdered his number one critic in America. 
Surprise, surprise, surprise. Why would anybody think that was a surprise? And why did Jamal Khashoggi go there? No one's answering that question. You want to know why he went there? Yeah, why? He was told he was being covered by John Brennan's... Remember, John Brennan now is one of the major leaders of the rogue CIA, and that's the reason that he and Clapper have their comedy routine news, uh, whatever you'd call it. It's, it. it's a pathetic display of a breach of their own security well, no. and a breach of their own commitment to America. They are criminals, and John Brennan and the, and the rogue CIA told Kosoji he would be okay to go there and file those papers for his marriage. That's the stupidest thing in the world. How could he have ever believed that unless he was always, always part of the rogue CIA? Well, I, I know you keep bringing up CNN, but people have to know that the CNN is just an extension of the CIA at this point in time. Oh, it always has been. It is a I mean, propaganda arm, and that's why we tell you, turn off the television. You are being programmed. You, If you think you're not brainwashed, then you really are brainwashed. You have to ha have an awakening about your own brainwashing. It is coming from your religious institutions. It's coming from K-12 through education, the universities. It's coming from uh, corporate media programming. It's coming from everywhere. And here's the sad thing. You're, the people that you elect go to Washington to represent you, they too have been through the same brainwashing. This is all done, it was originally done out of the Tavistock Institute. You have to ask, why were the British so um, invested in brainwashing the people of the world? And because we are brainwashed. We think the monarch is something that doesn't interfere with our nation state. It does. Absolutely, Betsy. And... We just pointed out how she has now sent the Lord President, ex-Lord President of the Privy Council over to take over squelching free speech in America. But as Michael McKibben has pointed out to us, and we have posted, I know that our white hat intelligence uh, people out there will have picked it up, the conflicts of interest of him just don't wash. And he's a Brit, so don't worry. He'll be just like Stephen Halper or any of those people who have dual citizenship we can't prosecute them because they're not really You know what Americans. they're really worried about now is how close we're getting. And that's what I love to see George Papadopoulos speaking out more because we're actually now able to walk back the steps that get us right back to the queen and perhaps her direct command to overthrow President Trump and the government. Now, some people say, well, the queen is such a nice lady. Well, you know, it's her or her privy council. Who is it? Oh, well, it's it's all of them, and it's the process that they've been doing for a thousand years. And we can't stop it because it's so institutionalized and it's so embedded into our system that we have systems trying to replicate that. You called the other day it out the best I've ever heard, which is to say that the queen's in charge of the world, but don't worry, Hillary Clinton is in charge of the digital world, and she's trying to unseat the queen. Well, yes. and that's exactly right. I, what I was describing is that Hillary has really set up a digital monarchy because she was on the scene as a patent attorney in Little Rock, Arkansas, early on. She saw the potential of what this internet could be. She kind of took it over. She got the encryption keys, and maybe the queen doesn't realize it, but I think Hillary was out to take over the queen. I think she's still take, trying to take over the Queen's position. And yes, unfortunately, the uh, Queen is too powerful for poor Hillary to take over because the Queen has the golden shares in Lockheed Martin, BAE, and uh, controls really Boeing, controls the entire uranium uh, market in the world, the atomic energy 
she has so many uh, Rio Tinto, the, the minerals, right, that she has are just beyond imagination. But, you know, you were talking about the propaganda and the way Sir Nick is, is you know, a, a propaganda leader directly out of the Queen's Privy Council. Well, look who we have. We have Brennan and Clapper on the news, and they do nothing but lie. They lie from one week to the next. They've done nothing in their career but lie. They have been found to be committed perjury so many times both in testimony and if you look at their public statements and yet what happens it continues and this was supposed to be the ultimate takedown this was supposed to continue from the time that these two impeccable top secret secure brilliant intelligence community leaders came out and they were supposed to war against trump and war against the republicans and all they do is the opposite they make everyone not You'd have to be an idiot to believe what they say at this point because they've changed up their minds so many times. And then let's go to another October surprise sprung way too early when good old David Brock came out and said, I will pay $385,000. One point he said $375,000. $385,000 anyway, roughly around that, or more if you got a good story, to any whore that wants to come forward and say that she had sex with Donald Trump while he was married. So we know that four came forward. One stuck it out. That was Stormy Daniels. Another one of those four came forward at the end when they saw Stormy had so much uh, attention. And then she got the worst lawyer in the world, Michael uh, Avenatti, who is now going to be investigated because the uh, the Congress has asked him to be investigated for representing that woman who came out and lied. And so that was supposed to be an October surprise because there was supposed to be lawsuits. Well, Stormy's lawsuit lost. Stormy's disc, the CD disc with proof on it. There was no proof on it. That's what I told everybody. Nobody believed me. I told you there will never be one speck of proof ever presented. But Stormy got to talk for hours on the news about our president's uh, genitalia. Falsely, of course, everyone knowing that it was a complete lie. But that was supposed to be an October surprise. But because these people are so stupid, they start them so early that it becomes a big joke. And then what happened? Then Donald Trump said, well, I'll just give them an October surprise. I will put up Kavanaugh as my nomination for the Supreme Court. And then what did we see? We saw more horrors come out, didn't we? And we saw Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, the biggest liar that works for the CIA. Her dad works for the CIA. She is as corrupt as anybody could possibly be. And then you got to see Cory Booker and Kamala Harris. This was a surprise for their October surprise. This was for Dianne Feinstein and her party. This was, wake up, folks. This is how criminal the Democratic Party is. Well, they're puppets of the globalists. Each one that you just named, each entity you named, these are puppets for the globalists. Oh, absolutely. And, and these puppets come out and, for instance, Al Green, impeach, impeach, impeach. They started the impeachment cry too early. And then they took a vote on it and no one was interested. And then they tried it again and Al Green tried it. Oh, Al Green charged $750,000 for sexually attacking people in just one of his uh, sexual misappropriate actions on the on the Congressional Hill. He's the one calling for Trump, uh, no crime, but he wants to impeach him. How about your crimes, Al Green? And the other people who call for impeachment, impeach, impeach, impeach. Finally, Pelosi and, and Schumer finally said, this isn't working, it's counterproductive. Every single October surprise has been counterproductive and impeachment is one of the worst. That just makes us makes the Republicans, I said us Republicans, I don't know if I'm a Republican, I'm not going to tell anyone what I am. I could be for Bernie. No, I couldn't be for Bernie. But anyway, 
Thank you, Bernie, for destroying the any possibility of the Democratic Party winning uh, the presidential election in 2020. Keep running. Keep running. And by the way, mentioning Bernie, let's not forget good old Soros' super PACs. Billions of dollars right now, folks. Again, he is losing a lot of money in America. He's doing great in Europe, though. Don't get me started on that. Anyway, in America, he gives billions of dollars at the last minute through super PACs, through... Uh, television commercials, radio commercials that are filled with subliminal programming. Don't listen to any of them. And if you for a minute are listening to them and you think that Trump is a bad person, turn it off. You're being subliminally programmed. Because as someone said to me the other day, I came to you and Betsy to ask one question. Everybody says Trump lies. Can you please tell me one single time Trump has ever lied? And I said, no, I cannot. Not once. You know, um, the best antidote for all these October surprises really will only be one action that all patriots need to take on November 6th. And you know what I'm going to say. If you're listening to this, you're an American, you need to get out and vote on November 6th. If you are outside of the United States and you know someone who lives here, give them a call, email them, remind them to vote on November 6th. You know, oh, it was, what, two years ago... The people in Britain stood up and they voted for Brexit. And this was right before our MAGA movement really started here in the United States. And I credit the Brits, the people of Britain, for standing up. And and they, they actually energized us to make the MAGA movement even greater. Now it's our turn, turn Americans. So get out. Vote. Do I've even, Thomas, you wouldn't believe it. I even get emails from people who are ill in the hospital. I even had one from a man who said that he is going to be dying and he wants to make sure he votes. This is how committed people are. And I hope that each one here listening to this will join us in putting down the Democrat Party forever. This is the second American Revolution, and Trump is leading it. And if we do not win, the republic is lost, folks. So if you don't get out and vote, encourage everyone to vote MAGA, vote Republican. And by the way... Straight Republican, because what we're trying to do is kill the Democrat Party. And when you vote straight Republican, we've now been informed that in Florida and other states, check the machine. If you vote straight Republican, it will still mark certain Democrats. It's our, the cheating has, has already began. And because of the cheating, this if the election isn't a red tsunami, the Republicans will be challenging it. But George Soros just put out huge amounts of money to get another vote on Brexit. So there's probably going to be another vote. There are people on the street, 10,000 he paid, and now there are hundreds of thousands he's paying to demonstrate. And so as this is happening, this in Europe and in Britain, it's now coming to America. And this is simply paid political manipulation that is seditious, treasonous overthrow of our existing government. And the, the caravan is a perfect example. You cannot support these criminals invading our country without being complicit in that crime. So George Soros and your groups, you non-governmental organizations are going to be basically called terrorists and the members who are following you and who are part of that will be put in jail. That is what's going to happen because what we're seeing now is this creates death. There are people dying because of this. Now, let's go on a little bit further. There are more that we have to go over. For instance, Michael Cohen, the nonsense of Michael Cohen, at what happened with Robert Mueller, the illegal uh, seizing of uh, uh, attorney 
client privilege materials, recordings, that Michael Cohen was such a corrupt lawyer that he recorded Trump, that he never had Trump sign the non-disclosure uh, agreement with Stormy Daniels because why? He was never informed. And the recording that he played showed that he wasn't informed. It was one of many. Why? Because Trump could see it on the television that David Brock stood there with four whores and said, literally, he's paying them. But then, of course, we don't, we, we don't ever we hear take, of that again. We could take Brock down if the IRS commissioner would step up and do his job. The man, Brock need, and his organization needs to be audited. What we see out in the internet and in plain sight, every citizen sees that he is corrupt and has cheated the tax system. Oh, absolutely. He's, he, he's just a complete criminal, as well as what he does, these smear campaigns, this kind of dishonesty in broadcasting is against the law. And eventually, because the rule of law is here, and it's here to stay because we're going to reelect President Trump for a second term, and then another MAGA candidate is going to go for eight more years, what we're going to see is the rule of law is causing all of these things to crumble because they are, in fact, absolutely against the law. George Soros's money that he's giving is stolen. That's money he took without paying taxes on it. Let's put him in jail. Now, I'm going to go to the last, well, last two. Omarosa. Omarosa, this person that Trump uh, paid for her own uh, wedding uh, reception, uh, treated her so nice when everybody else treated her like dirt, had tapes on him. You think he was worried? You think he was worried for one second about those tapes? No. Why didn't he go after her? He could have put her in jail. That was a trick. That was an October surprise. Had he gone after her and put her in jail, he would have lost part of his base simply because who she is. And it would have been used against him. They would have pulled the race card on him. Now, the biggest one that people don't understand, and I want to explain this because it's very, very, very important. Why isn't Trump still going after those, uh, going after unredacting the FISA court applications, which would put Rod Rosenstein, Mueller, Comey, all of them, all of them, the entire Russian investigation, all of them would all be under question and seen as a conspiracy if that was revealed. So why was it that when they asked, the Congress asked Trump to please uh, declassify these, he didn't do it the normal way. He said, I'm going to give Michael Horowitz one week he is investigating all of these things. He can unredact them. He can declassify them. And what has happened? Nothing, just like with Huber. Nothing with Horowitz. Nothing has happened. And that is a trick. Trump knew the trick. If Trump would have declassified those and unredacted them, they would have been seen as illegal interference in the midterms because it would have been cried about by the democrats the mobocrats would have cried and cried and cried and said oh look this was a political move and to take down people who are democrats well mm. so trump just simply waited a while but when it finally does come out it's going to set him up for his uh, absolute re-election in 2020 but he doesn't need it right now the midterms are going very 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 well uh, when the uh, Democrats and uh, have their mainstream media polls come out that only say that they're five or ten points ahead, or even uh, Perez, the head of the Democrat National Committee, said, well, get ready, it's not going to be so pretty for us, then they know they're being smashed. So we hope that what we're seeing all over the place is true. We hope that what we've done to stop illegal elections in this company, country, pointing out Optech, 
pointing out the illegal devices. If you see an election machine do something weird, you need to make a formal complaint in every single state, in county, in every city that you are voting. You need to keep your eyes open, and any time that you see anything that might be corruption, let's put those people in jail because Trump's executive order is saying that he is not putting up with any nonsense in this midterm election, and he will prosecute to the full extent of the law anyone who breaks it concerning anything to do with the election. He's not kidding. Let's put some people in jail, and let's just make sure that Mitt Romney has a special place for him and his uh, rigged election machines that he has in 17 states. Oh, and I want the um, election rigging for Mitt Romney to go back to the Utah primaries, because I think he had his hands in there, too, because they do have rigged machines. He and his son Tag run them. Absolutely. A heart intercivic. And when you look at, uh, you know, the Bushes and the Diebolds, and we, every major dynasty family has a link to one or the other voting machine. And Lord Malik Brown developed Optech with Jimmy Carter in Venezuela as a UN program to basically assure that elections in other countries would go the way that the UN wanted it. Hello? We still use Optech in America. That should be thrown out just because of their historic... Well, Trump's put these people on notice, the Secretary of State of all these states. They need to make sure their devices work properly and they aren't riggable. So the Secretary of State should be held accountable if anything goes wrong. Well, unfortunately, George Soros has poured a huge amount of money into the elections of Secretary of States in every That's state. Fine, but if they still don't pay attention to their jobs and they allow election rigging after... We have 14-year-olds showing them how these boxes can be rigged. Then they are derelict in their duties, and they must be prosecuted. Secretary of State, let us warn you. We're going to ask the recounts in every state that there's one single possibility of a single vote being incorrect. And then when it's proven that you don't have the proper backup and you didn't have a secured chain of custody, you go to jail it doesn't matter that Soros gave you the money and you won your election. Secretary of State, you had better not use your PC anywhere to change those numbers. And by the way, the White Hats know those tricks and they're watching you. And I hope a whole lot of people go to jail in this election as a warning for what's going to happen in 2020.